Hello, everybody. And yes, you're on live at the Minnesota State Fair. So hopefully you got you're driving in the car, park it, come on out, and we're up right next to Northern Tool. So I want to thank you for that. We got it. We got some people here. This is great. This is new digs here. We got. Uh, this is what's really nice. I had heard that they had bleachers, but they have bleachers with an awning. So in case it rains or whatever, you guys don't get wet and you don't get sunburned. So that's awesome. So hopefully you guys will be able to enjoy the show and some um, be taking questions from the audience too, as well as you guys listening. Hey, Carly, back at the studio. How the heck are you? Good. How are you, Katie? Oh, good, good, good. Anything? Oh, I, are we a teacher yet at a school? <laughs> no, we're not a teacher. However, I did have two interviews this past week, so... Well, and they both good. said they really liked me, but I think oh, it's good. because I cost too much. Because you cost too much. Because I have my master's, so I'm in a whole oh. different, like, bracket than people with just their bachelor's degree, so... Okay, okay, yeah. well, that makes sense. That I might go good. with that. <laughs> yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a good one. That's really good. So anyway, yeah, we got a lot of people out here. It's overcast. What is the weather forecast back there? Did he, they all say that? Is that rain coming in? Um, I, looked on, I looked on it this morning, and it was like it was going to be, you know, breezy. and But, you know, partly cloudy. But now here, out here at the fair, it's uh, totally cloudy. And uh, it's a little breezy. And it's a little bit chilly is what it is. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's supposed to, like, scatter storms late. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. As long as it doesn't rain in my parade here, that's great. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm going to be taking your questions, so hopefully you guys got some questions for me. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. And one thing I want to bring up, uh, that it will not here at the Minnesota State Fair, we're in, their dogs are not allowed, uh, but there are some companion helpers, whatever type of thing, that's fine. But people, people, people. Also what's going on in uh at the same time as State Fair is the Renaissance Festival. And I'm not a Renaissance Festival person, but I do remember when I went there a while back, is that uh, people would bring their dogs to the festival. People, leave your dogs at home. Get down on your hands and knees and get to the, set, the level of your dog and see what they see. They have to negotiate all these people's feet, and the biggest thing are the strollers. And so that's why leave the dogs at home. If you want to go to the, you know, the whatever festival, because I know there's a lot of them, you know, out there now. We're winding down the summer, then they come into fall, and we've got more festivals, and then October. But no, the dogs aren't happy. They want to be with you, but not with a gazillion other people. So please, leave your dogs at home. And like I say, if you don't have, uh, if you want to get a feeling of what they do, get down on your hands and knees and walk around and see what they have to negotiate. And it's not fun. So just, oh, I want to spend time with my dog. I've been working all week. Well, spend time with your dog. Just don't take him to a festival. You know, go take him for a walk, uh, like around a lake. Or, or the, there's so many beautiful walking paths in, in Minnesota. So take him that way. But don't take him to a festival, all right? Thank you very much. I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> all right. Give out 651-641-1071. Uh, did you, ma'am, did you have a, a question? You want to come on up to the mic here? And we can, we're taking questions from the audience, so please feel, feel free to step up to the mic. Hi there. So, oh, I'm, wait a minute. What's your name? Oh, I'm Mary. And where are you from? I'm from Balsam Lake, Wisconsin. Oh, I love it over there. Did you guys hit, get hit with that bad storm over there? We did, Oh, yes. did you lose a lot of trees in yourself? We did not, thankfully. Oh, that's good, that's good. But a lot of our friends oh, were affected. Oh, yeah, I know. My girlfriend, too. She's got a cabin up there. We had the National Guard up there for over a week, so we were pretty excited to have them help yeah. us out. No, okay, that was a lot yeah, of trees. Clearing, lot the, of trees. clearing the roads. Wow. It's pretty tough. So, what, what question? 
So I've been reading a lot lately about the potential connection between dilated cardiomyopathy and grain-free mm-hmm. diets. Mm-hmm. And I have a four-year-old who has only ever been on a grain-free diet. Mm-hmm. And now the nurse in me is having a hard time not feeling like I have destroyed my no, dog. we haven't done nothing. No, you know, the big thing is, is that what it's all about is uh, rotation. You have to rotate the diet. You just don't want to feed one thing for always of the dog. And that's what, there is no research, there's no nothing. And believe it or not, um, I don't know if you follow me on Facebook, Katie K9. I posted an article, I think about two weeks ago, that is really an eye-opener, that it might be some bit of a conspiracy here. And so that's why, the th- you know, the big dog companies getting after some of the family-owned dog companies. Yep. It's really kind of sad. But being that we do, there is no research, there's no scientific evidence, everybody's hitting the panic button. And so the, the thing is, is to get unpanicky, rotate the diet. Do one bag of non-grain-free, one bag of grain-free, and all is going to be right with the world. Because if you're really worried that a steady diet of uh, grain-free is going to cost, you know, cardiomyopathy, so that's the best way to, to look at it. Because they were, like I said, there's no evidence. There, they are on trials going on now down at I think it's Kansas State University. So until they come out with scientific, legit, right now it's just uh, we think. And you know they were saying like 573 dogs were uh, affected by this. There's 75 million dogs. In the grand scheme of things here, that's not. You know, it, be, it really is a, a, a splash on the radar. So, but if you're a bit, a bit worried, then just do a bag of grain-free, bag of not, and just see. I always, I my 90 pounder. I I bought eight pound bags so I can rotate quicker. So then it's they're healthier. Remember, dogs are put on this earth to be scavengers, to eat everything and anything, and never get sick. And that's why it's so important to do that rotation, different formulas, different. Um, uh, what do you want to call it? Brands? Recipes. You, right, yeah. And so the, the more you do that, the less you have to worry about. Okay? Excellent. Thank okay, you. you bet. Thanks for the question. Yeah, I know I've been getting a lot of emails on that cardiomyopathy and dilated carbon, car, cardiomyopathy. I'm impressed my mouth can almost actually say that. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's tough. It really is. And so the thing is, when in doubt and you have not given scientific proof, then do, like I said, rotate and you know, I'll be right with the world. All right? All right. Uh, any call back there, Carly? Hello, Carly. Oh, Carly must be on it. She doesn't answer me, then she must be on the phone. So give a holler, 651-641-1071. Um, also, too, now out here at the State Fair, you can go and get dog tags made. Now, you know, tags, cute little things that you put your dog's name on it. Folks, don't put your dog's name on any tag. Nobody needs to know your dog's name. Okay, let's say Fluffy. You know, I find Fluffy, and, and Fluffy is like little terrier mix. And I'm like, oh, I used to have a dog that looked like this. And then now if I don't know the na- dog's name, I can't make a connection with it. I'm in a hurry to get this dog home. And I mentioned this a couple weeks ago on my show, and I'm reminding everybody, especially here at the fair, because I was standing behind people, having the dog's names put on the super dog tags. Because what happens now is the person looks and says, oh, this is Fluffy. And as soon as I say Fluffy, now I made a connection with that dog. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, me and Fluffy kind of are friends here. Maybe Fluffy just found his new home. Also, too, unfortunately in this day and age, people will uh, find a dog and then call you up and say, you know what, I got Fluffy. What you going to pay me to get him back? They hold the dog for ransom. It's, I'm sa- it's a sad thing, but it is a truthful thing. So that's why if nobody knows your dog's name, they can't hold it over you, all right? And they can't make a connection. So one, one person in my dog classes had it perfect. She put on the dog tag, my mommy is crying, get me home. 
and left the phone number. Uh, and then another gal, she said, uh, my family is missing me. I need to get home. You know, so the whole thing is, is you can put anything on it and it, but maybe ping at the heartstrings of people reading it and, and without putting your dog's name on it. Remember, no, nobody needs to know your dog's name, all right? All right. Um, anybody got any questions? The mic is on. You can step on up and, and ask that if you want. But yeah, because I, I was, like I said, up in the pet building up here. Oh, and I, ha I tried the uh, Dilly, Dilly Dog that is down at the sw uh, Swine and Suds down in the horse area, the Hippodrome down there. It looks like a giant prano pup. It's got a dill pickle, a big one in it, and then a, a sausage, and then wrapped in cornbread, and then deep fried. Very big. It was okay, won't do it again. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, I take two bites and it goes, you know, down the trash here. And no, it, it was okay, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, wow, was this cool. So then I got my traditional corn dog. I got that done. We're all set. And somebody uh, gave me a couple of Martha's cookies. So now that's taken care of. And uh, now up here at the hangar, I don't know if you've seen this, where you've got like donut holes. And they give you a syringe with jelly in it, a uh, syringe with chocolate in it, and a syringe with barbarian cream, and you can inject your donut, <laughs> you know, your donut hole, with whatever flavor you want. I was going to try that before I got on air, but then I know myself well, I would have fed my shirt. And so, um, I'd be, being that I'd be in front of all you guys, I'm going, yep, no, I'm going to wait till after the show, so if I feed my shirt, then I can just casually walk to the, to the pick up where the shuttle picks this up from our public broadcasting and then go home and no, nobody can see my shirts. So <laughs> I know myself too well on that. But anyway. Carly, are you, uh, do we got anything back there? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right, where are we at? In trivia? Uh, or? It's time for it's break. Time for break. Would that be called trivia? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say hi to everybody, Carla. Carly. Hi, Say everybody. Hi, Carly. <laughs> there you go. Say hi back to Carly. Hi. Can you hear? Did you hear that? I heard like one. Okay, there you go. Uh, th that's all there is here. Okay. Hi, Carly. Hi, guys. <laughs> there you go. Okay, the trivia question. How many acres make up the fairgrounds? 275, 312, 322. How many acres make up the total fairgrounds? We'll be back. Well, hi there. We're back at the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair. So hopefully you come on down, take, say hi. We've got a couple people out here. Uh, saying hi, and so there uh, it looks like clouds are coming, getting thicker, and so it looks like it might be getting some rain. But don't worry, we're Minnesota people, we take wind, snow, rain, hail, we take it all. Man, we're tough dudes, yes, dudes and dudes. <laughs> but anyway, okay, how many acres make up the Minnesota fairgrounds? Three, <clears throat> 270, 275, 312, or 322. What do you think, Carly? 322. 322. Nope, oh, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> ding, 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 I ding, am? ding, Yes! 322 acres make the playgrounds, which is amazing to me. It really is. That's, they That's a lot of lot space. Of here. Yeah, and then that new, up, in the, um, the, or up by the hangar, used to be the old pet building, that new event center up there. Whoa, awesome. Whole, new, really cool up there. They really are doing so much stuff. But, okay, so we got some people on the phone lines? Yes, we do. Okay, fire. I'm ready. Okay, we're going to talk to Wendy. And Wendy has a question about a cat that has a urinary issue. All right. Hi there, this is Katie. Hi, this is Wendy. My cat, um, she's about 15 years old, and uh, she's had ongoing um, urinary issues. 
for she has some blood, and she doesn't want to waste her litter box. I've heard first it was um, kidney, renal, and then they said, no, it's urinary. Uh, and now they, the tests come back fine. Just wondering if I should spend the $400 they suggest for an ultrasound, or is there anything else that you would suggest about CBD oil for tests? Okay. Uh, what do you feed? Um, I think it's called the Royal Cannon. Okay, dry food? No, I'm getting wet food. They said wet would be better. Yeah, the total wet food. There is no dry food, right? No dry food. Okay. I would try a different brand. I, I would rotate brands, like just like within dog food. But because grain-free, you want grain-free canned food. Okay, and Nutrisource has seven that are grain-free with no chicken. And that's hard to find because most of them are all chicken. And like I say, everybody knows I got my Walter that has a chicken allergy. So I was I finally got Nutrisource to come out with seven new flavors. So that's what you want to try. And you want to rotate. Just don't fade the speed the same flavor. Some cats are have rotation hard. So you got to slowly rotate into a new one. But I would try a different one because usually then also, too, they have what's called Berry Blast. Okay, what it is is a cranberry extract that is good that you could try. Okay, and uh, because I'd give that to my one dog, Ethel, and you can also give it to cats. You can mix it in. Cats are a little bit more finicky when you try to put supplements in their food. So sometimes you might have to mix it with a little bit of tuna, a little bit of yogurt, you know, just something different to get them to eat it. All right? It's called Berry Blast? Yes. Okay, uh -huh. and then the nutrition. That's by Solid Gold. Solid Gold makes it. I'm almost sure it's Berry Blast. I've got several different cranberry extracts that I rotate through, you know, for my dogs and for the cats, and I can't remember which one. But I think it's called Berry Blast, but it's from Solid Gold. And also NuVet, N-U-V-E-T, NuVet, they have one also. Okay, perfect. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so you what can try that. Uh, well, that's basically, you know, that's the latest and greatest. And you could try it, but I don't think it's going to help with the year. It could. Uh, it's more for aches and pains and anxiety and such. And, and also, too, we were just talking with uh, uh, Abby here that uh, the CBD oil is kind of like the bing word right now. Everybody's like, but there's a difference between paying 20 bucks for a bottle and 50 bucks for a bottle because right. what, everybody wants things cheap. And so thinking it's going to do the same thing, and it doesn't. So that's why you've got to look into the reputation of what you are going to, you know, feed or try, all right? But I would just try the berry blood, you know, get some cranberry extract in there. I would try the, you know, mix uh, different grain-free canned foods. Uh, I, I'm, I, I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not that brand, very hept on that brand of food, all right? Because it all has to do with, you know, the quality Quantity, quality, there we go, of what, how it's made, all right? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, well, good luck. Thank bye -bye. you. Bye. I know that's, it's a tough one. Dr. Jess was supposed to be on this week, but she had a, a bump on her, her road. So, but Dr. Jess will be here. The holistic vet will be here next Sunday uh, uh, live at the fair. So you can call in or you can stop in. That'll be great. All right, Carly, who's else up? Okay, we can start with Anna, and right. Anna has a question about a cat that's on a prescription diet, and she's just wondering if there are alternatives. Okay. It's cat day. <laughs> it is, yeah. There we go. Okay, hi there. 
Hi, Katie. Say, um, we have a two-year-old rag doll. He's a big boy, about 16 pounds. And uh, about a year and a half ago, he developed urinary crystals, and so he was in the emergency bed. And since then, he's been on a prescription diet, and mm-hmm. he is on ProPlan UR canned food. And mm-hmm. I was just wondering if there was any other food that he could be fed or if there's something else that we could do besides uh, buying the ProPlan UR. How old is he? He's two. Oh, two? You're dealing with this already? Whoa. Yeah. Because usually this yes. isn't until they hit about seven, eight, and then 11, 12. Yeah. You usually yeah. don't have to deal with this. Uh, personally, just get him on a good grain-free diet. I would also add some raw, formulated raw into his diet. Uh, you can just use some you know, of what's... He, he was... Uh, it's actually my daughter's cat, and he okay. was on a primarily raw diet that she purchased, and that's when he developed the uh, crystals. Okay. But it was was so, she told was it uh, uh, one made for cats or one made for dogs? I'm pretty sure it's, it's again not my cat, but I'm pretty sure it was one that was made for cats. Okay, okay. This is this is her baby, so. Okay, yeah, <laughs> they're all our babies. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> but um, because they see it that young, that is, when was he neutered? Uh, he was um, neutered very young. Yeah. Um, under, I under wanted six months? to say a couple, three months, maybe something like that. It was. I yeah. thought it was really young. He was neutered at. Yeah, that's. I think that's where some of our problem lies here. Is is that because when do, when cats and dogs are neutered under six months, it can co- present a problem such as what we're what you're experiencing now. Okay. Okay, and so that's why, and if she was feeding that good a diet. Uh, basically, the big thing is this cat can never have any dry food. You want it to be, you know, the, you want a grain-free canned. You want, you could put some, I would do a rotation there. Again, not do a solid raw. You know, throw some raw in here and there. And and uh, uh, that's all you could do. Is, and then there's going to be some supplements. You know, Dr. Jess, Jess, you know, the holistic vet, she's going to be here next week. Okay. Okay, and you can either, um, you got a piece of paper and a pencil? I do. Okay, you can uh, email her, or not email, go onto her website and then email her, and just tell her you yep. called the show today, and that may ask her her advice, because this is definitely a vet, more of a vet question, because the cat was, you know, neutered so young, and like I say, that in yeah. itself can present some problems. Okay, you want to go to holistic-vet-care.com. Holistic-vet-care.com. That's Dr. Jessica okay. Levy. Okay. Got it. Alrighty. Okay, so that because yeah, there definitely going to be some supplements and stuff like that to try to because that's really young for a male for yes, a cat it to have have it. So so there's going to be some special special stuff here. All right. Alrighty. Hey, thank you. You bet. Have a great great day. You too. Bye now. <laughs> bye bye. We're live out at the Minnesota State Fair. Please stop on by. And say, hey, I'm going to be here next week, Sunday also with Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet. Uh, and so hopefully you will be able to tune in and send me, your, send, me, send me some questions. 651-641-1071. Where are we at, Carly? Time for trivia. All right. How many baby animals are born at the CHS Miracle of Birth Center during the state fair? Okay, ready? Is it going to be 160? 170 or 200. We'll be back. That would be me, Katie K9. I'm keeping that single-handedly, keeping that 
song alive. <laughs> but anyway, yes, and we're live at the Minnesota's get together. And the uh, trivia question is. How many baby animals are born at the CHS Miracle Birth Center during the state fair? 150, 160, 200. What do you think, Carly? I want to say 200. And what do you think, Abby? I think I'm going to go 200. Yep. Ding, 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 yes. ding, ding. 200. Approximately 200. I'm That's so good at state fair trivia. Yeah, you are. So you got to sit on your screen in front of you or no. what? No. <laughs> But I'm not there. She's got a commercial break to look it up. I there do. No, I'm oh, just kidding. No. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't even think of that. There you go. Hey, you got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. And if anybody in the audience has a question, you are welcome to step up to the mic. And Carly, do we have anybody online? Yes, we do. All righty. Put them through. Okay, we're going to talk to Michelle. And she has a Shepu. And it's a puppy. And she just has general puppy questions. Puppy questions. All right. Hi, Katie. Hi there. How you doing? Great. We have a 10-week-old, uh, cute little all-white um, shipu, and we um, are wanting to do the right thing. She seems really healthy. Um, she was a grazer um, when she eats, so all of her her siblings and her would just eat out of the same common bowl. Um, we we were told it was Nutrisource food, um, but then we got a bag of Nutrisource with an I at the end. Is that not Nutrisource? Yeah, Puppy it's food? N-U-T-R-I and then source, Nutrisource. Yeah. It's made in Perm, Minnesota. Okay. What color is the bag? Uh, purple. Yep, that's Nutrisource. Okay. And, and? it's a kibble. Yep. And it says it has a probiotic in it, and we're wondering, do we need to add any kind of supplement or anything for the puppy? I would, because uh, the, the stress of leaving, or first of all, you know, being weaned, and then put on uh, regular food, and then leaving the mom and the litter mates, and then being vetted and dewormed, and who are you, and where is she? All that stress is huge. And so every puppy should be on probiotic and digestive enzyme, and so okay. that... Uh, and then also fish oil for the omega threes and sixes. Okay. Okay. You can mix it with a little bit of canned pumpkin. You can put it with a little bit of yogurt. Uh, you could you it just it just make it palatable because it doesn't stick to the dry food. And I don't know if you listened before, but I don't feed my dry food dry. I put it in the what I feed in a bowl. And then I put hot tap water on it till everything floats nicely. Put it aside. Wait for all the water to be gone, and then uh, fluff it with a fork and then feel it. And if it's soft, then put, flip it again, put my supplements in, and then feed it out. Okay. Is, is there anything for the... Um, I'm noticing that there's already a discharge coming from the eyes that causes the fur to look a little brown. Okay. Um, anything for that? Okay. As far as how bad is it? Oh, it's not bad, but I, okay. I noticed that it's already happening, and that's pretty young, I would think. Yeah. Okay, yeah, do, do try that. Get them on the probiotic digestive and the digestive enzyme, two different th you know, things. Get on, get on all the supplements and see if that helps. A lot of times, some dogs what, uh, cannot be fed uh, the dry food. Uh, the processed food is what causes a lot of that, what we call tearing, all right? Just like my little okay. toy poodle, Ethel, she's a white dog. And when she was on uh, processed food, she teared like you wouldn't believe. And then my groomer said, get her off the dry food, you know, the processed food, get her on raw, freeze-dried, and dehydrated, and that'll okay. all go away with each grooming, and it did. 
And so she doesn't, she's not in any processed food whatsoever. So sometimes the processed food does cause that tearing to be okay. discoloring like that. And do they have that kind of food for puppies as well? Uh, like no, the just raw gonna, or the um, freeze-dried? No, yep, no, you could just be just regular. You're just fine. You don't have to worry about that. People are so worried that if it doesn't say puppy on it, they're going to hurt their puppy. Yeah, okay. you are if you're going to feed like a low grade. I can't name any names. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, but if you stick with the higher ones, like, you know, like with the raw, I use OC Raw, Raw Bistro, Tucker's. Over the freeze-dried, same thing. All right, okay. and so that's why, uh, and you can add that to you know to the diet and slowly switch over. Don't do a, a quick change. All right, right. Always rotate it over. But yes, yeah, so and just then keep a an healthy chewy for teething. Raw butcher bones out of the freezer, okay. bring, brought to room temperature. No knuckle bone. I mean, no shank bones. Not the long bones. You want the chewing ones as far as okay. knuckle okay. or joint bones. All right, or the Kong. You can get the Kong toy. And then yeah. uh, the red the red ones are for dainty chewers, and the black ones are for power chewers. And so then you can start, you know, they have somewhere you can stick a carrot in there, and the dog has to gnaw it. They, they've got so many neat ones in the Kong family, so that's that's pretty cool. And then right. we're feeding a little bit of Braunschweiger. Is that okay? It's organic. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Just don't overdo it. You don't want to get the puppy fat, okay? Right. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. okay. Well, this is helpful. Thank you so good much. Good job. Good, you bet. Good luck with this. You're going to have a lot of energy there. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's, a, she's just been a dream of a puppy, so we're oh, lucky. Oh, that's so good. And make sure that you uh, find a person that you're going to be grooming, you know, use as a groomer, and then show the, have them show you what brushes to use and how to use them. So that you don't, well, a lot of people, when they, with the, uh, anything that doodle crosses, they don't know how to, tr how to do the, the coat correctly. So then when they go in, they're upset that, you know, the dog has to be totally buzzed. Because all they did was top groom them. They didn't get oh. down to the bottom. All right. So it's really important that you find a place and then just bring the dog in, you know, to have it checked out here and there. To, I mean, you know, so that, I mean, not checked out, just so they get used to, it's like going to the vet. If every time they go to the vet, they, they get poked and progged, they don't want to go to the vet. But if you stop at the vet here and there and have them just give a cookie, a pet, 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 and walk out the door, then the, they, they like the vet. Right, mm -hmm. and so that's why it's good to bring in to do the dogs, the groomers, and to vets when it's not needed, so they get used to it, especially at this age. Because at this right. age, at ten weeks, you want to make sure you start working on confidence building, get into a, a puppy class. Do not take this dog to a dog park or uh, doggy play groups. If you've got right. somebody in your, if you got somebody in your circle of friends that has a just easygoing dog that your do your pup gets along well with, great. Set up some play dates. Sometimes at your house, sometimes at their house. All right? Okay. Because right now yep. your main thing is social and as far as people, other dogs, and just life in general so that you build okay. that confidence. All right? Great. Okay. Well, good luck. Yeah. Thanks so much. You okay. betcha. Bye -bye. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Where are we at there, Carly? We can start with our next caller. Okay. Why don't we do that then? Okay. We're going to talk to Judy. And Judy right. has a question about a rescue dog that barks at other dogs and then kind of shakes, too, when they're out for walks. All right. Is it Judy or Julie? Judy. Okay, hello. Oh, Judy. Hi, Judy. Hi. Hi. This what kind of puppy do you got? This is my question. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I adopted a five-year-old miniature poodle. 
and prior to adopting, I visited her, and it's a reputable place. She had been used to being in her own fenced yard, however, she can walk on leash. She was also amongst other poodles, that's all they have are poodles. She's excellent with people, children, you know, I explained I live in a townhouse, so she has to be walked on leash. Uh, my problem is this. When she even sees or comes close to another dog, she starts growling and shaking and shaking her head like she wants to get the collar off. Okay. And I'm okay. not sure how to correct that problem. Okay. Are you, uh, what are you walking her with? Do you have a collar, a harness, or what? Uh, not a harness. She does have a harness, but the lady told me to use just the collar. I would have more control over her. Yep, definitely, definitely. Okay. Okay, so now you're, you're going on a walk, she sees a big dog, and then she starts doing her dance. You know what? I'm having a hard time hearing you. I'm sorry. Say that again. Okay, you're on a walk, Yeah. and she starts growling and doing that. Then what do you do? Well, at the time, first of all, I, you know, I'd been around her several times, and I'd never, I hadn't seen this type of behavior in her, and it threw me, and, uh, you know, because of the shaking and carrying on, I just walked away from the situation, so I wasn't yeah. sure, do you, when they're standing there shaking and growling, is that the time you correct them and say no? Okay, what you do, because most dogs are known to death. What you want to do is that, okay, she's barking, you've got to have a quiet word. You know, deepen your voice, slow it down. Ah, quiet. Hey, hey, quiet. As soon as she calms down, just say thank you. Don't say good girl. That gets them all nutsy in the headsy. It may, it's like saying recess. You don't have to think. And then, um, yes, you can sometimes redirect, but get them off so they are unfocusing. But first get your, you know, your quiet word in there. Now, has she yeah. barked at, at home? at something like outside the door you know let's say she's barking at somebody walking outside the house yes okay and then what do you do with that uh, you know basically what I've been doing since it's only been two weeks I have been avoiding animals you know I'm just walking she's fine with people because I really what uh, well I'll tell you what happened last my son last Sunday my sister invited me to her home and I brought her with the people next door. Let their we were in a screened-in porch. Let their two dogs out into a fenced yard, and she went crazy. Okay. So what I did, I I kept saying no, no. But I finally picked her up, and once I comforted her, she was okay. Okay. So you picked her up the the minute that you picked her up. Did she settle down then? Yes. Okay. Okay. Because, see, small dogs, you got to look at it, the world from their point of view. Is that, yeah. oh, my goodness, I'm going to be a snack. <laughs> and so yeah. they try to bark it away, to scare it away, so they don't have to contend with it. And so what you, it's, a, it's kind of a double-edged hair. Because you want to mm -hmm. let her know, hey, just settle down, it's not a big deal. And so what you need to do is just build her confidence, like by doing some training, uh, whether it be obedience training, you know, a class situation would really be a big thing, so she's around other people and other dogs. Yeah. And then she learns to get, get the confidence that no, you know, everything's going to be fine. By okay, teaching so tricks. it would be good to do some obedience training with her. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Because that's okay. what you've got to do is try to build up her confidence so that build she's okay and she can, yeah, and she can deal with this. Yeah, because it isn't like she's growling and I'm going to charge her head. 
she's barking and shaking, so she's afraid. Yes. Yep. And that's what I mean is that to build that confidence so that she can deal with bigger dogs and not, you know, get all uh, get all in a, tw- a twither over it. Okay. All right. So that's okay. what I would do first. And then also go get a trick book and start teaching her tricks. Because the more input into her head, then the, the more she learns, then yep. the better is she, the more confidence you're, is going to happen. All right? <clears throat> well, and I had one situation where across the street from me, there's a little dog who barks constantly. And I have already taught her, we're going out the door, eat, no bark. And she will not bark. So she is a smart little girl. Okay. But, uh, okay, I, I've got it. And um, I really, you know, she even grew up. She had a brother with her, so I thought okay. she'll just love any dog. <laughs> okay, yeah, but, <laughs> but no, it's but more the of a is, confidence thing. Confidence. Yeah. Okay. But the, yeah, no, it, it is because if she had a brother with her, they could have been bonded together, so they were looking to each other for confidence. Yeah. Right? And then all of a sudden oh, now they're not together, yeah. and so now she's got to deal with the world by its by herself. Okay. Right? And so then okay. that could be a whole different ball game. All right. Yeah. So. All right. And you know what? I actually could hear you better when you were talking to other people, but I understand you're telling me I could take her for obedience training. Yes. But again, if I'm outside and this happens, should I, I mean, keep saying quit, or is it okay just to pick her up and comfort her? I just, What's the best well, no, approach? because I don't know comfort. It's called, you don't want to turn her, you know, do you want, what I would just do is to pull off to the side and yep. go look at a tree and say, oh, what's this over here? Look at this, look okay, at this. Take oh, take her yes. mind off of it. Yes, redirect okay. her onto okay. something else. Okay, okay? But, you know, I'm glad I mentioned the other dog because that she's, she is a wonderful little dog. And it's like, my gosh, she just turns into this. What is this thing? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's just but because anyway, she, it, I appreciate yeah. your help. Thank you so okay, much. Okay, kiddo. Good luck. Keep me posted. Yes. Thank okay. you. Okay. You betcha. Carly, where are we at? We have to go to trivia. Or like now? Break. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I looked down at the thing. I'm sorry. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Da, da, da. How many events take place on the fairground during the non-fair times? How many events? Uh, 20, 30, 50. We'll be right back. I have my own promo. I've never had that before. That's pretty cool. Only been here 17 years. <laughs> it's quite all right. Quite all right. You're all having a good time here at My Talk 1071. And remember, my shows and all the shows of My Talk are streamed live when they're on or get us on podcast. I finally listened to my first podcast today of myself. <laughs> how was it? <laughs> I figured out how to use it on my iPad. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> but anyway, and I even put it, it has uh, like the what ones that you want to follow type thing. I couldn't figure out how to put myself in there. And it took me a half hour, but I figured it out. <laughs> I know, I'm technically a net, folks. Hey, Jake, how you doing? There <laughs> you go. All right. I forgot that I'm live. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right, here we are. How many events take place on the fairgrounds during the non-fair time? Approximately uh, 20, 30, or 50 events. Carly? Um, 50. 50. Abby? I'm going 20. Ah, it's 50. Ding, 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 yes! ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so that's 50 events. Isn't, that's pretty that's good. That's a lot. You think about yeah. It. yeah, it is. It really is. All right. And then I'm, I, since I'm live and I already said, I, and I said, Jake, I, now I have to say, hey, Cheryl and Rich. And hey, Derek and Shay. Derek and Shay are my, uh, my grandson and then his new wife. And then my best assistant, 
uh, girlfriend Cheryl and her husband Rich. So they're there. So I, like I said, I totally forgot that this when I said. <laughs> okay. Uh, and if you got any questions, we got open line 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Or if anybody here in the audience has a question, they can step up to the mic and answer it. And so, Carly, you said you somebody gave you a question yes. that you want, yes. they wanted asked. Yeah. So um, this this caller has poison ivy, and she's just concerned that she may transfer. Um, you know her oils to her pets, and they may get poison ivy. That would be a question I'm not sure if I could tell you how to get rid of it naturally. Have you ever heard of jewel weed? Jewel weed. Yeah, gosh, we have a bump of crop out, up, up crop out at our place. And you just pick it and you rub it on your poison oak or your poison uh, uh, ivy. And it, you just keep rubbing it on the live plant. Well, you know, obviously you pick it. Okay, and then you rub it on. And uh, by Jiminy, it's, it works like you wouldn't believe. So, but now transferring it, I, I my knee-jerk reaction would say... No, we can't give it to our pets, but if our pets would walk through it, and then we would pet them, that if you have are allergic to or whatever, have a reaction to that, that you can get it from your pets, because it's on their coat, you know, the spores and such. So that would be mine, but that would be a vet question. You know, Dr. Jessica Levy will be here next week, so maybe we can answer, ask that. But yeah, I would say not, because you know, they're with their fur and such like that. I would think kind of guards it. Anything's possible, except for unless you have the Mexican hairless that has no fur, then maybe that might be something different. <laughs> All right. All right. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Nobody in the audience has a question. Remember, only dog questions. No husband, wife, or kid questions. Okay. Okay, now, I, am, I just is in the process of naming a kitten. Uh, long story short, I'm not sure I'm keeping it, but in the meantime, I had to call it something, okay? <laughs> Which leads me to, how many, in the raise a show of hands here, how many in the audience have a cat or a kitten or whatever? All right. Now, how often do you, raise of hands, do you call it specifically by that cat's name? Not just Keir Kitty Kitty. How many do the Kitty Kitty thing? Okay. So you called nothing to your dog, you didn't, their cat, didn't raise it for the name? Because the big thing, you know why cats come to hear kitty kitty? Because that's what you're calling them. You're saying hear kitty kitty, and then, then that's what they get used to, and they think it's their name. Okay, now this new kitten, uh, she's, what is she now now, four months old? And I finally named her Adeline. I know, it's a long name. I named my daughter Cassandra, I guess I like long <laughs> names. But anyway, I've got Walter, and if you call Walter, you get Walter. I've got cat with a K. Yes, I named my cat with a K. Uh, and if you go cat, cat comes. If you call Sally, Sally comes. I, I, when people come over to uh, my place, they go, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. And I'm like, no, that is cat, that is Sally, that is Adeline. So, folks, call your cats by their names, which is also do another name thing, is that unfortunately when uh, people get puppies, or even uh, more so with the puppies, the puppies are just starting to learn their name, and then all of a sudden you get these cutesy names, you know, for them. Let's say you, the dog's name is uh, Herbert, okay? So then you might call him Herb sometimes, you might call him Herbie, okay? All those sound different to the animal. So when you have a puppy or a dog is learning their new name, find the name and say that name until they get to know that that is them. Then if you want to start doing cutesy, cutesy names later, that's fine. But, but in the meantime, training will go a lot slower 
if you have all these cutesy cutesy names for your dogs when he's not even sure which one of them is him all right and so yeah i had a neighbor and i don't know if anybody out there her name was mary horvath that i grew up next to and she got a cat a new cat and she named it taj mahal all right and so the thing is is that i was from the generation of here kitty kitty and so the first time I saw the cat, I went, oh, you've got a new kitty. Come here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Mary Horvath came up. You know how when somebody, like, raises their middle knuckle into a fist and then bams you with that middle knuckle? She came up, bammed me right in my arm. And I'm like, that did not feel good. And so anytime I would call her cat kitty, kitty, other than Tajma, I got the knuckle in the arm. And she trained me very well. And now I train other people. If you call my cats kitty kitty you don't get the knuckle but i do remind you what that cat's name is <laughs> so it, so don't know cutesy cutesy names for puppies until they learn their name and older later than you can do that but anyway and don't call every cat kitty kitty call them by their real name all right oh we need a pet trivia question here okay how many cookies can sweet martha cookies make produce in one day in one day how many cookies we'll be back